What's going on? It's been a day. It's been a day. Well, welcome to the day Ugh. here at 30, Dirty, and... Dying. Dying. Where I'm... after today, death sounds great. Like a nice, peaceful sleep. A coma would be real nice right now. <laughs> a coma, indeed. Well, I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. Courtney Coma. And... <laughs> and we're back for another episode of your favorite millennial podcast, where we are trying, we're not thriving, and we are barely surviving. Yeah, I had to schedule an appointment for an MRI today, okay. which I'm kind of excited about. Because, wow. like, he was like, are you claustrophobic? And I'm like, no. So, like, I get to be in, like, this machine. Like, yeah, this small... I've had an MRI. Oh, I'm so excited for it. I... Yeah. She was like, yeah, they'll give you um, headphones because, like, I guess it's really loud. Yeah. Um, And they can headphones. play music for you. And I was like, oh, sweet. I never got headphones or music. They don't. I got MRIs when I was a kid, so. I guess they didn't care about you. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I watch House right now, and there's like they're like put um like projections of butterflies up for all these kids that they have, and I'm like, they just shoved me in that tube and was like, "Good luck, sicko." <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with you. Let's get you out of here quick. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like I know they're gonna focus like it's gonna be my abdomen and like right. all of that stuff because you know Crohn's, but I kind of want them to just do a full body MRI to see what else is wrong with me because there has to be something else. That's gonna cost extra money though. <sighs> Like, I, I can't go in there and be like, hey, despite what my doctor says yeah. and what he specifically requested, yeah. can you do this for funsies? Yeah. Can we um, do a I just, little- I just want to look at my brain. That would be really cool. That costs money. Well, good luck. Thanks. In it, the MRI tunnel. It'll be in December. Okay. Well, it's almost December. I know. I can't. When this comes out, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. But no, happy Thanksgiving, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there who's celebrating, everybody mm-hmm. in the U.S. And happy just regular ass Thursday. If you don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving. Or if you're not in America. Yeah. We have listeners all over the world. That's true. So happy Thursday. <laughs> you know, and I don't know. I don't know. If there is something going on for you, enjoy that. Yeah. Hot take. I don't really care for turkey. I, we've never. Well, I mean, you're a vegetarian, so you also don't no, care for turkey. <laughs> but I grew up not really having turkey on Thanksgiving. Hmm. My dad hates turkey. Hmm. So we never, like, sometimes when we went to my mom's families, we would have, there would be a turkey. But if we had Thanksgiving just at home, um, or if we were in charge of food, it was never turkey. I'm a ham gal. Yeah. There was always ham or, like, chickens. Lots of chickens? Two. Usually two. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, two chickens would be the size of a turkey. Yeah. When we go now, um, if we do the whole cooking thing, uh, we usually have two chickens. My dad um, does because one has gluten-free stuffing in it for Uh Justin and one has just regular stuffing for them. (laughs) Um, So yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, If you have to travel today, maybe this is a fun thing to listen to. I don't know if I'd recommend listening to it with your whole family. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) happy Thanksgiving. It's 30 Thursday, and today we're going to play a game. Yes. We're going to bring back a favorite from season one, mm-hmm. and we'll get into that in here in a little bit. Back in time. All right. We're going to 1997. 97. I turned six. I was like three-ish. Three, four, somewhere, depending on the... You would month. have been two, three, and was I was it? I was five, six. Okay, then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I turned six, so most of the year I was five. So, five minus three is two. Dude, it's Thanksgiving. The only day, thing I'm counting today is deviled eggs. I love a good deviled egg. Me too. Did you ever make just one? I didn't. I should. No. No? No. That's like a waste. Just make all of them and eat them. Why do I... Ha- it's not a waste. Why do I need to eat... Because so they're delicious. If you're making a dozen, right? Yeah. So that's 24 halves. Yeah. So you mean 24 halves? If you don't think you're up to the challenge, I know that I am. I just... I love a good deviled I mean, egg. I could eat like two eggs, so four halves. Okay, we back at it with the fractions. I was wrong. I don't want to count deviled eggs either. <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about 1997. <laughs> It was, it was a time. It was a very big year. A lot of things happened. A lot of things did happen. Can we, can we talk about the biggest thing that happened? Hit me. Princess Diana dies. <sighs> yeah. Oof. 
I mean, that's when things went south for me. Things went south for me at birth. Immediately. Immediately went downhill. Just like came out, fell into another cavern of despair. Yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, maybe I was, I don't even know. I don't remember life until like middle school. So I couldn't tell you if I was a happy kid. My mom says I was a happy child, but I turned about three, four, and then things went bad. So 97. Yeah. So 97. And... I, you know, yeah, we haven't been the same since Princess Diana. Something happened to the timeline. She was going to be the queen and now she's not. That other lady is. No one is now, right? Or did they? Well, Camilla, queen consort. She's. I know. They changed no, the rules nothing. so that she could be called queen consort, even though she's a divorcee. Devil. I don't, I don't know anything. I'm American. There's so much. I know nothing. I know so much about the, and it's not, it's not a brag. I just like, I'm very interested in it. I'm actually rewatching The Crown right now because the new season came out. Mm. But I was very invested in the royal family stuff before all this. My grandma was a huge fan of Diana. So I remember like everything that swirled around that, like after she died and. I think she knew. Diana? Yeah. She was going to die? Yeah. She talked about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of. I, th- I think she did, too. I think she realized that there was something bigger at play. And I'm glad we got her from when we did. But. I mean, I'm all about her style. No, she was an icon in, like, every way. Okay. The, Philanthropy, the baggy, fashion. The baggy sweatshirts with, like, the the, short, the biker shorts. She yeah. started it. And she, now people are bringing it back, and I'm all about it. I love it. I love everything about her. I think she was fantastic. And I think there are some members of the royal family that got a bad rap of, like, they could never be actually the king or the queen, whatever. Because they had too much personality and they weren't, like, stoic enough. And she wasn't, but I think hers came from a genuine place of that's just who she was. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't overwhelming. It was palatable and it worked. And other people were, like, clearly trying to get attention. I think she was just being herself. Yeah, she was just being herself. R.I.P. Diana, Candle in the Wind. You know who else died in 97? Who? Notorious (sighs) B.I.G. Another icon. See, it was a rough year. It was a rough year for our, our pop culture life imagine what our lives could have been like mother Teresa died I didn't know that yeah you could have told me that she was alive today and I would have believed you why did I assume mother Teresa was like not in our time I don't know I kind of feel the same way she's kind of got this like like wasn't it like back in like the 500s also like she gets <laughs> called mother and she's like an actual saint like I believe she was canonized so I it, that seems like that can't be someone that lives today or lived in, you know, in the recent art. timeline. Yeah. Um, speaking of death. Hit me. Uh, Heaven's Gate cult commits mass suicide. Tell Was me. that... Is, I'm not super familiar with cults in general. All right, hit me. I'm open. Is this the <laughs> cult that drank the Kool-Aid that nope. everyone died? No, that was Jonestown. Okay. They ate, like, rice pudding. The, this one? Yeah. That died in 97? Yeah. They Ooh. ate, like, rice pudding. I don't know if they all did that collect, but that was... That was the way A main go. delivery system, yeah. Okay. Um, I would rather drink Kool-Aid than eat rice pudding. Well, I don't really like rice pudding, you know? It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they thought aliens were going to come get them... Aliens? Yeah, beam me up, daddy. And... <laughs> I mean, they can. Get me out of here. Yeah. Now, see, because the timeline is all fucked up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So a couple other things. Mm-hmm. South Park premiered. Wow. Yeah. I love South Park. I I like it. I've never been a huge fan. I just haven't watched enough of it, but everything I've seen, you know. Going I, down South Park, gonna have yourself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. Humble folks without temptation. I didn't expect you to sing. That was great. You didn't expect me to sing. Oh, I didn't expect you to sing that. <laughs> I guess I wasn't ready. And we had some good music come yeah. out. Yeah. We had some great music. We had some... Mbop. Mbop. Bop. Bop. I don't know. Barbie girl? Barbie art? I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. My life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. That's inappropriate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, yeah. This reminds me of the conversation we had off air the other day about um, Into the Ocean by Blue October. Oh, When yeah. you didn't realize that it was like... About... Not just a fun boat trip. <laughs> <laughs> Once again. Look, let me just say that 
in my more recent depressive state, mm-hmm. which which is new, mm-hmm. um, back when like Into the Ocean came out, yeah, I was a happy person. No, I get it. You were you weren't. As I was angry. I was a happy person. So I'm just like, this is a nice tune, right? And then I listened to it the other day, and I'm like, oh, it's about it's about suicide. Yeah, yeah. well, suicide. Into the ocean ended all. Yeah, it's about, and I knew those lyrics back then. Yeah, who didn't? I mean, I didn't know what it meant. No, you just thought it was like a fun sea shanty. <laughs> I could not believe you when you were like, did you know? And I was like, yeah, bitch, I've known since I was 11. We should do a podcast of just you um, playing songs. And I, you just tell me what you think it's about. Yeah. Okay. If y'all want to hear that, let us know. Oh, man. Um, but 1997, mm-hmm. another big thing for me, Boy Meets World came out. <gasps> Which is one of my favorite shows I of love all Boy Meets World. time. Love A favorite it. episode. It's got to be. Um, and then there was Sean. Yes. Where he's the where it's like the where they're stuck films. in school. They're stuck in John Adams High. He's the best. Welcome to John Adams High, where you're gonna die. Death is on the menu tonight. They made a South Park reference. Yeah, you can't kill Kenny. Yeah, I love it. It's such a good episode all the way around. They made a lot of references, but it was well, so yeah, because it was supposed to be taking from all the the teen slasher yeah. things that were happening. There's Jennifer Love Hewitt is fucking in it. Yeah. Okay. She's Jennifer Love Pfefferman. <laughs> and yeah. then they did all the scream stuff and they talked about Nev Campbell and mm-hmm. it's it's probably my favorite. Absolutely. Episode. Favorite. The would you like to know the scene that I quote the most? <sighs> Hit me. My pudding trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that makes sense that that's what you would say. That makes sense. It's my pudding trunk. <laughs> I got a call. And they're like moving into yeah. the dorm. They're like, what's this trunk? It's my button trunk. Yeah. I think mine is, it makes less sense than that even. It's Eric's when they're decorating, they're trying to decorate the baby's room. And he's like, see, duckies are cool because you can ride on them and you can feed them crackers. <laughs> and then a few seconds later, he goes really loud. Duckies rule. You know what I really want? What? I just want a poster of celery in my room. That or I want, you remember how uh, Eric had his headshot blown up to be a full-size poster? Mm-hmm. I want that one. Oh, and I want to put it, yeah, and I yeah. want to put it above my bed that I share with my partner in life. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be thrilled, but there's already a painting of George Michael in the bathroom. And he hasn't said shit about that. Side by side. I'll I'll move the, the picture of Mike and I's wedding from my Do bedroom it. and just put up celery. Do it. <laughs> oh. 1997, what a time. What a year. What a year. Hey, thanks for listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, the show for millennials by millennials. We get real about chronic illness, burnout, nostalgia, and why we aren't exactly thriving. If that sounds like you, join us every Thursday for new episodes. Now, back to the show. Why don't you tell us what we're doing today, Courtney, since you're in charge. I just get to sit back and play the game. I don't know about that. We're we're co-charges. You are my Alex Trebek. What? He was the host of Jeopardy. <laughs> He's oh, dead rest now. In peace. Yeah, he died. Okay, but okay. he was. You're like the host of the game, and I'm the, partic- or the participant. Yeah, the contestant. Okay. So, so remember back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean last season. Yeah, this was in like maybe June. <laughs> I don't remember when the episode dropped, but where me and my non-reading abilities decided to abilities <laughs> like you couldn't read. I don't know how to read. <laughs> I'm, you weren't I'm, quite a voracious reader then. No, 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 no. And then you're, just, I'm just like, oh, I remember. It was when you tweeted that thing. And, oh, yeah. And I created a synopsis. For my book that's coming book. out next year. And you said that my synopsis was better than what you wrote. I mean, it is. Don't <laughs> tell the publishers that. Even though they're definitely going to listen to this and one. And then but... we played the game. Judge Bush. Judging Bush. books by their covers. Judge Bush. Judge Bush. <laughs> Plot this. We're going to do this all as the it's, Swedish chef. It's been a day. It's been a day, you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we are just channeling how drunk you hopefully are to oh get through man. this day. Oh we boy. feel it. Um. Anyways, judge a book by its cover. So this And is, this time, I've read. Because Courtney's been reading a lot more for fun. Yeah. So we thought we'd flip it. Last time, I gave a bunch of books that I had read. And just gave her the title. She got to look at the cover. Nothing else. Nothing else. And tell me what she thought it was about. And we got some bangers out of that mm-hmm. that I hope someone writes. <laughs> it's not going to be me. I can't even get the book I'm working on now done. 
I can help you. Oh, you might you might be able to, to be honest. Um, but this time we're just going to flip it. You're going to tell me books that you've read. Yep. I'm going to look at the covers. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take my best guess. These are books I have not read. And uh, at the end, we will throw in a couple where we both guess from our media partners, Tea with Coffee. They're an indie publisher. They're super cool. They are publishing my book yeah. next year. Woo! So yay them. But they also publish a lot of great stuff. So we'll do two or three of theirs that are out right now and we'll guess those together. Yes. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's get going. Let's, now let's start with one that I have recently talked about. Yes. Clowns in the Cornfield. Clown in a Cornfield. All right. Yep. Just look at the cover. Cover's red, very red. Yep. It's a red moment. There's like a barn. And a cornfield. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but they were, okay. Okay. Here's what I'm going with. Because mm-hmm. these don't look like, this looks like crop circles to me a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that it's like this book, you want to think it's just about like a, your basic horror tropes, clown in a cornfield. Mm-hmm. But really... It's about aliens. I think that aliens come to this farm and they abduct whoever's on this farm. Let's call him Randy. And they abduct Randy and they take him up into his spaceship and they probe him and they put stuff in him and whatever. And he comes back down and he's like a horror monster character that resembles what we as humans would only associate with like a clown. Are you talking about it? No. You know it's an alien, right? Yes, Courtney. I know that it's an alien, but he wasn't. But in this well, it case, wasn't abducted. You are correct. Yeah, it, you're, you're smushing, smushing stories together. Well, but I think those look like crop circles. So I think that it's really about an alien abduction gone wrong. I don't know how one of those could go right, but <laughs> that's my that's my guess. All right, I, you are nowhere close. Nope. <laughs> um. Really, I think um, whoever designed the front cover was just trying to make the cornfield look like um, a clown. Oh. It has nothing to do with crop circles. Well, they fucked up then because <laughs> it looks like crop circles. All right. Well, for any per- any person who wants to read this book, spoilers okay. ahead. Spo- okay. So spoilers are coming. Spoilers are coming. So pop off for a hot second or just deal with it or just deal with it. And then you're going to know what happens. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it starts with, it's just a bunch of like teenagers that are at this, um, I forget what, like a quarry or whatever. Okay. And they're drinking is involved yeah. and all of that fun stuff. Just kids being kids. <clears throat> Someone dies. They're like, they were oh. vlogging and they literally caught the death like on camera. Oh, okay. I follow. Yep. 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 So, and then like, Pop off a couple years. Okay. Someone moves to the town. It's a, it's a small town that's literally just a bunch of cornfields. Okay. And this new person moves from, like, a city. And she, like, meets these kids and, like, is kind of gathering the story of what had happened a couple years ago. Um, kind of has a crush on the the boy, um, like the sister, it was the sister who had died. Okay. So it was like the main guy, right? Okay. So like, she kind of is like feeling him. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of, you think. So it all leads up to like, they're having like this party. Okay. Like just the kids are having a party at a farm that someone like is, there's no one there. So like, like abandoned. Having, sure. Um, and then clowns start coming and killing them. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's plot twist. It's the town itself hates the kids so much. I see why you like this book. <laughs> and the, the town just decided to kill everyone. Okay. To kill all the kids and start fresh. I mean. Because, well, all the kids that would be were involved because they're the partiers, right? So, yeah. like, not all of the high school was there. But all the bad kids. But all the bad kids in their mind was at that. Yeah. So okay. like, but the the dad, the dad, the guy's dad was one of the clowns because he's just like, you killed my daughter. And he's like, but I'm your son. You really should do audiobook. <laughs> that was riveting. All right. Sick. Well, I was not close, but that sounds like an interesting read. Yeah. All right. Hit we'll me see. with the next one. I'm ready. That was fun. Asylum. Okay. Now you also mentioned this one. I did. But you told me that this was not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Okay, so this on the so it looks like a child wrote the word asylum on the cover. And that looks like a ghost or someone with a very severe neck problem. <laughs> Same. 
I mean, I don't know. I kind of just want to say that it's about an asylum, right? But, but, <laughs> but so I think that asylum is not about an asylum at all, but is actually about it's just like a journey through the mind of a mentally unwell girl who may or may not be dead. That would be cool. That's all I got. It is very much about an asylum. Damn it. All right. So, um, spoilers ahead yep. for those who want to read Asylum. By Madeline Rue, R-O-U-X. Oh, and for the person who wrote uh, Clown in a Cornfield, Adam Cesar, C-E-S-A-R-E. I found him on TikTok. Okay. So he's, I don't think he's like a super big, like he has a couple publications. Okay. Or Up and comer. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so Asylum. Asylum. It's about, <clears throat> a, it starts off with a guy who's in high school. Okay. And he's doing like a kind of college program situation to where like over the summer he's going to stay in like the dorms and like um take some college classes while he's in high school the college that he's going to like they're renovating the dorms so they're having them stay in an abandoned asylum that's like right next to the college oh so like they they, has to go well they've renovated the asylum to like have like dorms and like you know like a food hall and stuff like that so like they've renovated it but then there's other areas of this abandoned asylum that's still yeah there's a building on my where i went to college that was an that. asylum it was a it was a it was part of the hospital and mm. it was i think um, i don't know i didn't ask questions I so should've... he ends up he does end up making friends like he's a little awkward but like he makes friends um and then they like are searching places that they shouldn't be searching mm. and they're finding things out about like what happened in the past of the asylum back in the day. I got you. And then plot twist, mm. the ghosts are take friends? over oh. their bodies and like are trying to play out what had happened. That's fun. So like they jump, he like loses time. Oh. Because he was like, I didn't do that. Like, okay. And then they're just like, we need to get the fuck out of here. That's cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. That sounds good. I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I was wrong, but sounds cool. Hit me with the next one. Hit me with your best shot. Unsolved by, oh, James Patterson. I know that guy. And David Ellis. Okay, well, this cover sucks <laughs> because it's just a shadow. One of the most terrifying thrillers ever. I mean, says who, but okay. I don't know. I don't know anything about this book. It could be. I wouldn't say it was terrifying. All right. So, there's a guy. Mm-hmm. His name is Brutus. Brutus is your, your everyday businessman. He's just a regular guy. He's got a family. He has like a stupid nine to five job, probably has a briefcase. Who cares? Right? So Brutus is just like living his life. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly one day Brutus disappears. <gasps> doesn't come home. Brutus. His plate of casserole is cold. They're like, where's Brutus? Everybody waits for a couple days. Cause they're like, well, maybe he just, you know, whatever this, that, the other few days, but he never shows up again. <gasps> they can't find him. They don't find a body. They don't find anything. I forgot to mention this is in like the sixties. Okay. So then in like 2007 or something, maybe 2010, somewhere in there. So after the millennium, mm -hmm. someone just pops up in an airport one day Whoa. in a like far away from where he disappeared from and is like, I'm Brutus Carpenter and I've been missing and I, I need to get home. I need to, he has no idea how long he's been missing. He just knows he needs to go home. Everyone he knows is dead and no one can figure out what happened to him and how he just showed up. And that's, that's what the book is about. Them finding that out. That sounds cool. Thank you. But that's wrong. That's incorrect. Cool. Um, spoilers ahead. Uh, just if you, saying. at this point there will be spoilers for the books that we are telling you yes. about in general. So it's been a, it's been a while okay. since I've read this. So I'm going off of, you know, yeah, you can give me the TLDR of it. You know what you remember. Uh, so there are, um, it's like a serial killer situation. Oh. And all of the murders look like accidents, like fire, or most of them I think are fire or I something got you. like that. Um, and one of the, uh. Victims? No, 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 no. Suspects? No, 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 no. Detectives? Yes. Okay. 
Okay, so one of the detectives. I knew we had to get there eventually. There were only so um, many people. Her sister died. Oh. And she didn't believe that it was either suicide or accident. Okay. So, like, I think that's why she became a detective. I don't remember the whole story. Okay. Um, but pretty much what it was, like, they, she ended up being one of the almost victims. Okay. But she didn't. Okay. She's still alive. But anyway, so the guy who did it all um, was in a wheelchair. But plot twist. He didn't, he didn't look like a suspect because he was like, he was like a homeless guy in a wheelchair that was like previous military or something like that. So like they didn't think he was a, a suspect because like, how can you kill people and make it like set it up to make it look like an accident if you can't walk? There's an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine like this. Oh, um, he could walk. Yeah, no, so could that guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. But they figured it out. It was solved at the end. Okay, so unsolved. But it was unsolved for years. Like, all of these deaths that were not connected because they were just accidents turns out to be this guy. Just like Brutus Carpenter in The Mysterious Disappearance. Years and years. Yep. Um, Fun fact, this is actually book two of the series. Um, The first one is Invisible, which I think goes into her sister's death. Okay. Um, But unsure, because I didn't read it, I tried to, and I was like, it's not as good as this, the, first, the second one, so I'm just not going to read it. Hey, it's what it is. As long as you enjoy what you read, that's all that matters. All right, so now I'm going to go to my phone. Okay. Because you... those were physical books. Yeah. You like a good e-read or an audio read. Yeah, so which counts. this is what I just finished... I only have, like, physical copies of books. Okay, so just look at that one. The Once Upon a Crime. Okay, I've seen this cover. Okay. Oh, it's by Nolan King. I just clicked the thing that told me all about him, but not the book, just Nolan. Okay. Um, Okay, Once Upon a Crime. Apparently this is also a series. Yeah, I haven't read anything else yet from it. So there's, like, a lady's or somebody's face in the words, and then a city, and then... That's kind of it. Um, I mean, I feel like it's like a, it's like a crime noir. You know, it's probably it's probably somewhat historical fiction. It's probably set in a different time, and you know, it's just your your basic story. Girl next door, very princess like life goes missing. Maybe she dies. I don't know yet. I haven't figured that out. But and it's just it's just chronicling her disappearance and the crime surrounding it, and it's like. Nothing ever happens in this town. We don't lock our doors or, you know, hate our neighbors. We all borrow sugar from each other. It can't be this. And turns out it was the neighbors and they're probably running like a sex ring in their basement. No. Okay. Mike, <laughs> Mike, these covers are not very like detailed. They really aren't. They're Isn't not. You just got big words. They got big words. I read big words. Big. <laughs> That's how I can read. Sizable words. It's not picture books, though. Mm-mm. All right. So, Once Upon a Crime. It's about a series of murders. Nice. That were murdered and placed in a way that is like a fairy tale. Cool. So, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Once Upon a Crime. Like, the words. And the new detective um, is going to be the next victim. I really like, like... I mean, the book actually starts with the murderer okay. in his childhood. Ooh. So, like, he's trying origin. to kill himself by standing in front of a train because his mom abuses him. Oh. So, he's trying to just die. That's a weird way to go. But I then mean, his mom, like, saves him and then, like, beats him for, like, trying to kill himself. What happened to him? I mean, there's no reason to murder. No, but... Like, but... You're, like he's not mentally well. Because of how his how he was brought up yeah. and stuff like that, um, and then the plot twist Ooh, twist was it's the coroner. So the the, the guy <laughs> I don't know what I expected you to say, but it wasn't that. So the the guy who's been you know working the scene, yeah, it's him, and who was there the whole time, it was him, and he actually he really liked the new detective, and took her out on a date. His mo is. Women who remind um, him of his mom. No, are like princesses and do the right thing, but then they did something bad. Okay, so I was close with the tone, similar of the victimhood. I was, I was. Can you guys tell what type of book I enjoy? Crime. (laughs) 
Detectives. Crime? Murder. Murder. Death. Fair enough. All right. That sounds well, interesting, though. Let's take a little change of pace. Okay. It, it's it's um it's a hard topic to talk about. Okay. Silence. Silence. By Natasha Preston. Once again, I clicked on her name. All right. So there's some there's some kissing or choking. Can't really tell. Oof. Butterflies. Butterfly um, in the sky. Sorry. Just as high. I'm trying to just look at the cover. It won't, it won't let you. That's dumb. Reading oh. rainbow. Okay, so kind of a wispy scene. It looks like it could be a romance novel, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like I might see the ocean in the wispiness. But I can't tell because I can't blow this shit up. So I feel like this is like a like a love story gone wrong. Okay, I think that this girl, she falls in love with this guy. He seems perfect. He seems like he seems like the perfect guy. Right. And then suddenly things start to change, becomes an abusive relationship, becomes domestic violence. Right. Which sucks. But it happens so fast. And this is her kind of I don't know if diary is the right word, but like the chronicle of her having this experience, trying to get out of it. And I'm sure there are crimes and maybe she frames him or something in order to free herself from the abusive situation. I don't have the details. From the silence. Yeah. Like okay. she's silenced by the situation she's in, but she tries to use everything in her power to get out of it, which means painting him for something that can actually get him taken away. Because unfortunately, domestic violence does not always get the attention it deserves when it comes to legal matters. So that's my guess. I know it's a little loose, but so is the fucking cover. Like I can't tell what's going on other than maybe a kiss, maybe a choke. Um, incorrect. Oh, <laughs> damn it. So I really liked my odds. So anyway, so Oakley stopped speaking when she was like six years old, five or six years old. Okay. And has grown up like now she's like a teenager like, she still has not spoke a single word. And, um, like, all of her friends, like, the, her friends and, like, family just, like, kind of accepted at this point. But then, like, her mom's, like, trying to, like, take her to, like, a therapist, be, like, trying to push it out of her or yeah. whatever. Um, but, like, one of her best friends that she grew up with because, like, he, his name's Cole. They grew up together because Cole's mom is Oakley's mom's best friend. Okay. So, like, they live in, like, the same, the, across the street. Like, they're always, like, together. They were, like, best friends. He, like, kind of protects her mm -hmm. type of situation. He doesn't know that she loves him. She doesn't know that he loves him because she doesn't speak. Um, But they get, like, kind of, I mean, they get close with, like, like, he understands her because they grew up together. So, like, she doesn't have to, like, say anything. Like, he just knows her type okay. of situation. So, like. Love bond, right? It's great. Or um, trauma bond, but whatever. I mean, he he's unaware. Everyone's unaware of I'm the I'm just situation. calling it like I'm seeing it. So okay. go ahead. So what had happened would you, when you find out near the end of the book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb. Can I guess this part? Uh -huh. Was she abused? Uh-huh. Like sexually? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, was, it, it wasn't her dad that did it, but it was her dad's friend and he watched. Okay. And, like, she was afraid to say anything to her mom because her dad was just like, if you say, she's not going to believe you, you're just going to ruin our family, right. blah, 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 blah. But, like, so, like, what had happened was he would take her on camping trips and the guy would be there and that's when it would start happening. Like, at a young age, like, but then they, he stopped taking her on camping trips for the longest time. And then he, after they started going to therapy and all that stuff, he was just like... I want to take you on a camping trip. It's just going to be us. You don't have to worry about anything. Like, I just want our father-daughter relationship back. Right. Bullshit. He was there. Of course he was. She ends up calling Cole and spoke words. Wow. And he, like, went there to get her. And then they went and, like, filed a report with the police say that they love each other. But she's just like, we can't, like, be in this house. Like, Dia. Yeah. And, like, her brother was just like, I'm supposed to, like, protect you. Like, you're my sister. And, like, the I didn't know out. about this. And, like, so they moved to, like, Australia. So, like, even though they just, like, announced that they love each other and, like, all that stuff, like, they can't be together. Timing. Timing. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds like an interesting read. Yeah. Heavy, but... And then there's Broken Silence, which is the second book. It kind of sounds like a, a a rip. Not I don't want to rip off in a bad way, but it's it's a similar to like I know why the cage bird sings. My Angelou, she was also she um she was also abused mm-hmm. as a child, and she stopped speaking mm-hmm. for years and years and years. Um, so it's a that's what I thought of immediately when you said that's what this character did as well. Yeah. Well, there's also a book that I read a long time ago called Speak. Mm-hmm. Same premise. Like, I think she was like, didn't right. they make that a movie? They did. Okay. I didn't, I don't think I saw the movie, but I, I, I did. Okay. I'm pretty sure I did. Players, bumps and cocktail sausages. Is that what that says? Sure does. Okay. Well, the douchebags on the front. Mm-hmm. That's all I can see. I know you said you didn't read porn, but like, <laughs> What the fuck else could that be about? Players, bumps, and cocktail sausages? Okay, uh, maybe it's a romance novel, I'm quoting, um, with erotic tendencies. Maybe about, like, maybe about, like, a, a, a team, uh, like a sports team. Maybe soccer, fuck if I know. And, um, and maybe they have, they have ladies that they bang in graphic detail. And... Maybe they also do cocaine. The bumps. I don't know, man. It's it's cocaine or it's HPV. It's neither. Oh. There's no I drugs. really have no clue. Like, I, I don't know. My creativity is tapped out for so that one. So, plot twist. It's actually book three in the Silent series. It's about her brother. This is too much. So, like, you find out in, like, the first book of Silence that um, he was cheated on... And just like kind of turned into like this player and like slept with a bunch of women. Okay, so I'm close. You're, yes. Um, and then it, in the end of like Broken Silence, he gets back with the person who cheated on him. Oh. And so, I'm guessing it doesn't go great or? It does not go great. So like he wants a family. He like wants to start a family. Like they got married. They're together. He like, he wants to start a family. Like she's a teacher that was like their original plan is to like start this family okay um and then uh their their marriage gets a little tense like they're fighting a lot like it just isn't what it was um and he decided to like at first he got a little suspicious he's like is is she cheating again he's like no that's that's not it like i don't need to assume that like she's changed she promised cheating um so like he wants to surprise her with like this little getaway so they can like kind of work on each other Right? And, like, kind of talk everything out and just, like, have, like, a romantic getaway together. He surprises her at the school to pick her up, catches her with another teacher making out. Of course. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I'm done. Out of here. Fuck you. Right? Um, And then uh, has, like, a bunch of, like, one night stands and stuff and, like, goes back to his player ways. Okay. Um, We can't say for sure that it isn't about HPV. I mean, no, that was never talked no about. No genital warts are described? No, not, not nothing described. And okay. I didn't get descriptions of the sexy time. That seems like a raw deal. I mean, there's like a couple things, but not like the gory details of it. It's just Corey. like, I picked her up and like threw her on the bed. So like, he has like a bunch of one night stands, but he ends up having like, it's not just a one night stand with like his best friend's like sister. And they fall they, in love. They do it a couple times, but then you find out she's pregnant. Bumps. Get it? Baby bumps. And okay. Um, so yeah, so like she she ends up getting pregnant, and he was just like, Well, this is not the family that I expected, but like we're gonna do this yeah, together type of situation. Like it wasn't that they like fell in love or anything like that. Um, they didn't really like kind of realize that they like wanted to actually be together together. Like they were gonna do the Babies, t- baby together. Co-parent. Co-parent, but, like, the, the goal wasn't to, like... Have a relationship. Be in love and, like... Yeah, but, like, after time of, like, you know, the nine months, um, they, like, end up falling in love. Okay. Hey, everyone. It's Tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. 
Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. Well, we'll pivot a little bit, and we've got a pivot. couple. Pivot. We've got a couple from, like I said, our media partners, uh, Tea with Coffee. It's an indie book publisher, and it's small press, so they publish some great books of all different genres, and they've got a few recent releases from the last few months. So we're going to look at the covers together. We don't know what they're about in in great detail. I know, like, the gist of, like, one. Okay. But I haven't read them yet. So we're going to read that. We're going to – we're not going to read them. Um, we're going to look at the covers. Okay. See what we think. Okay. We'll spipple off each other. Mm-hmm. And then we'll look at the synopsis. Cool. You ready? Ready. All right, here's our first one. It is called Permanent Reminders, a Jazz Dylan Mystery, and it is by Kelsey Ann Lovelady. And here's the cover. So permanent reminders. So it's uh it's like a city scene. Yeah. Um looks like Seattle, maybe. I see the space needle, I think. And um then there's a pair of hands, and they're looking at some books. books. And I'm guessing Jazz Dylan, um, this is like a a recurring I really character. I'm not sure, but I would imagine so, given that it is a Jazz Dylan mystery. So Okay, so we'll I see that the, the arms have tattoos, okay. which is pretty permanent, if you ask me, which you should, because I have almost 20. You have lots of tattoos. I have 19. Okay. I need to get my 20th tattoo. I'm trying to look at the book sheet that they're looking at. Okay. How to Stop Time, Black Arts, ooh, maybe Magic. <gasps> There's some, I don't know what these books are, but one is called The Black Arts, which mm-hmm. makes me think of witchcraft. It makes me think of The Dark Arts. Okay. Um, so what do we think? What do we think? Okay. I think it's set in Seattle. Because okay. I think that that's Seattle. The seat, the city. I state. don't think it's Seattle. You don't? What do you think it is? I could not tell you. New York. Okay. Fair I think that's the Space Needle. I'm not really sure, though. You could be right. Okay, so what do we think? Who's Jazz Dylan? Jazz Dylan. What, what's the second? What does it say? A Jazz Dylan mystery. Mystery. There's a mystery afoot. Okay. Okay. Jazz Dylan. I have only looked far enough to find that Jasmine Dylan is in fact the main character and is a is a okay. woman. Identifies okay. as a woman. So. So it says a Jazz Dylan mystery. Yes. She's a detective. Okay. In New York City. Okay. Um, who has tattoos? <laughs> I also think she practices witchcraft. Okay. Maybe she uses that for her mystery solving. Maybe it's just a fun pastime. Maybe she can sense. She can speak to those who have been murdered. She's like, she's like a medium. Yes. She's like a, she's a medium detective. And she also like, she's actually, a psychic detective. And she also actually practices witchcraft, witchcraft and though. wizardry. It's not just like, oh, I think I'm getting a message from beyond the grave. Like she does all the stuff. She probably has spell books. She mm-hmm. probably does the whole thing. The whole nine yards. Yeah. To do her job. And also everybody needs a hobby. Why not? Why not? Why not? Do I don't know the words. We already did this one. Why not? I can never remember the words of this song. I don't know. Anyways, jazz. Anyways, jazz. So So she psychic detective. Um and whenever she finds the murderer, she gets a new tattoo as a permanent reminder. Oh, like a trophy. Mm-hmm. Like I I caught one. Yep. And then so what she does is like the the aura of the per, the victim is the tattoo that she So it's gets. like to honor them. Yes. So that's the permanent reminder. Yeah, that's a permanent reminder of those that she has helped go on to their next life. Okay. All right. So I'm going to just read this okay. straight down. I'm going to read the little um, synopsis here. Jasmine Dillon, Jazz to her friends and family, lives a relatively average New York life. Oh, you're right. I guess it's New York. <laughs> I thought that looked like the Space Needle, dude. Um, I know Seattle. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, Come sorry. <laughs> um, as a tattoo artist, Whoa! Jazz is perfectly content. She likes her life. She has her best friend. She cares for her niece. Like, she's just living her life. Mm-hmm. But one day, Jazz's world is turned upside down. Whoa. An unexpected death changes everything, and her average life becomes anything but. The cause? A brand new tattoo 
of a symbol from Jazz's past that haunts her nightmares. Has a Seattle... So there is Seattle. Whoa! I don't know what the city is. Are we psychic? I, <laughs> I thought that was the Space Needle Man. Has a, has a Seattle serial killer come back to haunt Jazz or is it just a copycat? Is there someone else in town with the heartless ability to commit such a crime? Jazz won't find a peaceful night's sleep until she can uncover the killer's identity. But what will it cost her? We were pretty close. We were pretty close. I mean, she's not a detective, but there's definitely tattoos. But she's doing detective work. She's trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, she's trying to find the serial killer All before right. it gets to her. I gotta read this. Yeah, actually, I kind of would really like to do that. That as well. looks. So, it's on sale right now. <gasps> so it's we'll we'll throw a link up in our stories when this goes out to Tea with Coffee. If you want to read, read it. this, check it out. It looks super cool. I'm gonna read it. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna read it. it for sure. All right, we'll do one more for them. Okay, Does that sound good. Yeah. All right, this one was actually one that we did a giveaway for oh. a couple of months ago, but mm-hmm. I haven't gotten around to reading it yet. So. I'm I'm into it. Um, it's you called. You can see the genre of books that I read, so I probably haven't read it. <laughs> I have not read this one yet. Um, it is called "Remaking the Sorceress." It's by Natalie Bartley. It's a book one, mm, so it's got a two. I don't know if two more. is out yet, but yes. So here's the cover. Ooh, fire hair. So there's a lady on the cover. It's kind of like a red hue. She's got fire hair. She's, Titan of light. She's very pretty. Book one. And it's just kind of her looking out into the abyss. Into the abyss. So what do we think? Um, wait, remaking the sorceress. Remaking the sorceress. Um, I'm thinking that a fire sorceress died. Oh. And her um, people, like, like her followers, fam- okay, her followers have to, um. Find their new sorceress. Oh, so they're like remaking the sorceress. The sorceress. Okay. Yep. So they have to like um, find the new sorceress. Like find the chosen one. Yeah. Okay. Like, I would I would bet a lot that this has something to do with mythology as well because mm. Titan. Oh. You know, like yeah. the Titans. Teen Titans. T e e n t i t a n s. Teen Titans. Let's go. So maybe this is maybe this is a, like a contemporary version of that. Like that sorceress is right. Like you're she's gone, mm-hmm. and they're using what they know from mythology to find the next sorceress to find the new chosen one. Mm. I think that's decent. Yeah. I feel like we are wrong as hell. Who knows? But let's see. I don't. Me neither. All right. Also on sale. Cool. Medea. Medea, I might be saying this name wrong, but M-E-D-E-A is one of the most notorious women in Greek tragedy. A woman scorned by the one she loved, cursed by Aphrodite. Okay, so it is like Greek mythology. Mm, You called it. Um, It just, the Titans thing. Um, To sacrifice her own children in her jealous rage. In her gripping modern take on the once classic myth, (gasps) Natalie Bartley, the author, Tells the story of a once powerful sorceress who now finds herself powerless. Oh. Armed with only a love triangle weaved by her soul-bound dragon. I'm not going to try to say the dragon's name. An original Barney. love. <laughs> no. <laughs> Vladimir Dracul. Dracul. Um, she takes off to find her powers and discover herself. Mm. Facing against Greek heroes, the trio meets legends throughout history on their journey. Um... Will her deal be in vain as she travels to the depths of Hades to find her children she once cursed to the afterlife? Or will she her, she find herself on the end of a life-changing deal that will rock her world? Only Ooh, time will there's tell. there's music involved. <laughs> Maybe she finds a We're done a guessing. <laughs> she finds Brett Michaels of Rock of Love fame. Oh my gosh. We need to rewatch that and know if she's on it. <laughs> she's not. I watch it all the time. All right, so yeah, that's that's the gist of it. Now that sounds great. That sounds super cool. Um, not my cup of tea. I'm not usually a, a fantasy or a mythology type, but sometimes, and it looks like a good one. So maybe that's a good one to start with, since it is a modern retelling. Yeah, could be if you're interested in the genre, could be a good one to jump in with. That's those are two from Tea with Coffee. So if you're interested in the real version and not what we said, 
Um, we were close with the one, though. Yeah. We were pretty close with... We got those tattoos. Yeah. And something... Ha- there's murders. There's Seattle. There's New York. There's murder. There's mystery. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. It no. sounds great. So, if you want to check those out, we will put some links up. But this has been... Judging Books by Their Cover. Part two. The sequel. <gasps> we're in book two right now. We're in book two of our series. <laughs> series of judging books. Yeah, who knows how many there will be. Um, that really all depends on you guys. If you like this, Enjoy if it. you want us to keep doing it every now and again, If let you're us know. judging me by my choice of books, I don't blame you. I really wasn't until the last one about the, like, cocktail weenies and banging and... He was just fine. Like, he was finding himself. I get he it. He had to deal with a lot of trauma. I think I wouldn't have been so like, what the hell is this? If it wasn't connected to that other book that was about something so serious. I think people, he wasn't taught, he wasn't like brought up a lot in the the other two books. Like, he was brought up, obviously. Like, he was a big supporter, like, of his sister, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I think people wanted to hear his story. So she created that book. All right. Well, I was about it until you dragged me down. I'm not. And I'm like, well, I guess Courtney, it wasn't I'm that not great. dragging you. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm reading. The more I'm glad you're reading. I'm. But now I do. I'm never read again. <laughs> you can't I'm put that kind of power again. on me. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. I couldn't make you start reading, and I can't make you stop. You just did. No, I didn't. Well, this is it. This is. The only, the last book by its cover is going to happen because she hates the books I read. That's not true. (laughs) I liked all the other ones. There was just the one at the end that was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) It makes me really want like. um, Cocktail sausages? Little Smokies. I love a little Smokie. Apparently. So did they. Yeah. All right. It was a pregnancy craving. Not mine. I don't want to be pregnant. No, me neither. I'd rather die. (laughs) And I hope one day I do. Soon. Maybe. Well, on that note, uh, happy Thanksgiving (laughs) once again. We hope you're having a great holiday. We hope this was fun for you. Mm -hmm. And make sure us until the end. It was just like life. (laughs) Um, But we hope you enjoyed, and we'll be back next week with a new episode on Thirty Thursday. So make sure you give us a rating and give us those reviews and stuff because they help a lot. Yes. All right. Peace out. Bye. (laughs) 